Hey, beautifuls. Okay, so I'm going to share with you a little bit of an odd situation that I was in um, not even a couple of months ago. It really was, um, let's see, I escaped it in August. And it's now the beginning of October. So here's what happened. Um, little rewind here. So my body's essentially transforming into a shape, an anatomy, a vibration that has never been worn before or that like the human the, the woman's human being anatomy is not capable of, it was, is not capable of holding a transformation like this. It's like, um, kind of like an impossible transformation. And so because of that, my body has... And I'm not talking down about her at all, you know, because her body is, is a person. So I'm going to refer to her as a person throughout this podcast. And please kind of help me remind me, remember to do that. Um, but it's so painful that doing simple things that you might be able to do without like thinking about it was extremely hard for her. So even to the point when I was staying in my aunt's house, I like the bathrooms upstairs, right? And I was living in the basement and there were times, multiple times where I couldn't crawl up, where I couldn't crawl up, I couldn't crawl up, I couldn't walk up the steps because of the depth of the steps. I couldn't walk up the steps to go to the bathroom and reached a level, and I'm not proud to say this, and this is really vulnerable to share, but I almost just like used a bucket and was like, well, maybe I can just create a bucket downstairs in the basement because I can't climb the stairs, right? And I didn't want to, um, I was so grateful for the space that I didn't want to, you know what I mean? Like, be like, oh, well, I'm so grateful for the space, but like, because I can't climb the step. You know, like, that's just, I, I felt so wrong. And like, yeah, so, um, yeah, so that's just kind of an example. And the, trust me, there's like, there's many more of examples of situations, but that's not really the point of this talk. So, Whenever I would get sick and um, well, I was always in this period of sickness um, and still am, but I just believe that there's an instant healing that's available and I'm learning a lot of things that I, I can't really, sh- well, I guess I could share, but as open as I am, I'm also extremely private. And so because the transformation has been so public, I'm also allowing the transformation to be 
am designing ways and I'm trying very, very hard to find ways to let my transformation be public as well. And so I'm becoming more conscientious of how much I expose and share about myself because I can't control it, but I, I don't really want to be demonized or gossiped about something I, I, I can't control. And just as I'm like scared and vulnerable because I am a human being going through this, I want to let myself be that human being as I go through it. So um, whenever I'd be like, where do I go? Like, I need help. Like, where do I go? And I would literally be asking out loud, like, where do I go? Guide me. Like, where do I go? And there were cars. Like, almost every time I would see it say that, because I would just say this about DoorDash, and I would see a car that said California on the license plate. And, um, around that time, a little, little actually before that, I had seen a post about California about this woman named Queen Callie and I never knew it but California is named after a black woman and they were known as the black Californians really and her name was Queen Khalifa and Queen Callie and so there's actually been caves that have been found I don't remember where in California these caves are but I guess they even had, there's like signs that they had electricity and 3D printing, right? Isn't that insane? Like here we are thinking, oh, this is something that started with us and it was actually here way, way before. Um, also kind of noted, well, let me share this too. So I think the Spanish, I believe, discovered it first um, and they were so shocked because Queen Khalifa um, Queen California, she was like, her body was covered in these jewels when they saw her and they were like, wow, the woman in California, they're like, they're in, like, they were so taken back by these women that they saw because these women were this chocolate hue and their way their bodies were like, they were just like captivated by it which I know I always take these in different parts. It's always interesting to me whenever you read accounts, a lot of the accounts are written by men history, right? Like there's a few female historical accounts, but a lot of them are written by men just all over who explored into different things. Um, which is kind of symbology when you think about it as like earth being, people talk about earth being Gaia. And when you like meet a lot of men, a lot of times they're like, I don't know if you've noticed this in your relationships, but they always want to discover more. They always want to discover more. They always want to discover more. And then it's kind of like once they've reached feeling like they've discovered it all, they throw it away. Like <laughs> I've always working at Victoria's Secret stuff, I always wanted to be like, ladies don't tell guys everything about you. <laughs> like they like the hunt. <laughs> they do. And they like to like to uncover it and like to like, I don't want to say conquer it, but yeah. So I kind of feel like that's been symbolized in the earth too. Um, and this is not to make it mass mis with misogynistic or anything like that. But whenever you read accounts, look at the way that they talk about 
black woman specifically. I hate using that. I'm going to use the word sub-Saharan. I'm going to use sub-Saharan woman. Look at the way that they talk about sub-Saharan woman versus other women. And they always highlight, they always highlight our bodies. They're always like, wow, their bodies are so robust. Like there's always an emphasis. It, and it's, it's not even subtle. I was about to say it's really subtle, but it's not even subtle. They always mention the bodies. So when they got to California, the first thing they do is they mention bodies. And like normally you wouldn't mention other things. You wouldn't be like focusing on that, right? Um, a little kind of, I'm trying not to be able to see so many things, but one thing I've noticed is that there's this special life force that I can see that specifically comes off of sub-Saharan. I don't want to use the word life force. There's a life sparkle. I, I hate the idea that black women are tied to force and strong women. No, 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 no. There's this life sparkle that I can see that comes off a woman's bodies. So just like I can sometimes see energy frequencies come out of people's mouths. Um, I can see this like life and I, uh, there's so many ways I could take this, but oh boy, well, I'm going to take, okay. So I'll just go there. We'll just go all the way there. Ready? Okay. Let's go super deep. So I think what we, what we're determining as sexual is actually about life. So when we look at the sex industry, when we look at sex traffickers, when we look at, or not traffickers, but like the, the sex industry is, is different than sex trafficking, but they've been mixed to in a way that was never supposed to be, right? Um, Others, I don't think I even said that right, but essentially, when we look at these different places, uh oh, I think my laptop's out. Okay, so we're gonna have to, I'm just gonna speed this up. Laptop's about to die. So, There's a lot of search for the pureness of a certain energy that's been tied to sex. And so that's why it's said that, like, that's why people, like, it's when it's, it's not behind fetish, not, it's not, fetish is a whole different thing all, all together. That's why when people are always like, I don't mean we're going younger, but they're looking for something new, right? Looking for something they haven't conquered yet. Looking for something, look at age. It's actually nothing to do with age when, when society might say a woman who's this old is no longer attractive. It's not that. It's the fact that we quote unquote think that somebody in their 20s and 30s is a, a more fuller source of this energy within that can only be found within women's bodies, right? And this energy is literally the energy of, of the goddess. And so what happens is that there is something that happened in history where there was a compromise. 
there was a compromise throughout history. Um, and the compromise made it that way people of a certain gender are living off of this goddess energy. And the more they have got this goddess energy, the younger their spirits are. So that's why you'll see older men and their eyes will look really, really young. So look up pictures of, let's say, I don't know if we can say look at Hugh Hefner, for example, right? Look how young and young his eyes were. Um, if you go to Florida, sex trafficking is huge there. Look at the guys, look at the old guys, and look at how young their eyes are. Their eyes almost look like um, beady. Um, yes, of course, creepy looking, but like, you'll kind of see, like, just, you don't even have to necessarily go to these different corners to, to see it, but just take a look and look at how young the people's eyes look that, um, especially the perpetrators, I'll say, eyes look that are engaged within this industry. It's, it's very, very interesting. Why? Because it's feeding off of this, something's feeding off of this energy. And going back to Queen Khalif and Queen California. So what happened is that um, when they found, when they saw these bodies clothed in gold and they saw how rich this was, well, this is the thing. Women, essentially, we have this flow, this currency, because um, we are this beautiful kind of like goddess-like silk, right? And there's literally the jewels and rubies and gemstones that appear in our bodies because of our aura, because of our energy. And so California has always had this, even when they killed off the original containers of this energy. And so what would happen is, I think it was like five cents for every black Californian's head. That's what they have to give. That's where a scalping comes from. They would literally go and they would scalp off the heads of indigenous people. They get paid five cents per head. Um, and it's so curious because this entire state was known specifically for, and there were men here, but it was known for the, these black Californians, it was known for their women because they had, it was like, had this whole kind of matriarchal kind of order like here. And California now is so opposite, like a state that was, wasn't even a state then, but a country that was entirely black women how now has like whereas in florida i had problems with people to my skin color as a fetish here it's the complete opposite especially especially in the corner of california that i live and it's the most famous corner right of, of cali and they do not like black women at all like they, um, they do not, it's almost, it's, it's like a disdain. Now that's kind of really relaxing for me. Now, mind you, I have my own set of problems because people can still sense that 
the energy in my body is very erotic and I'm like we've been told that it's our bodies it's not it's our energy underneath it it's not our lingerie it's what's underneath our lingerie so I'm still getting the tension but it's less pimps trying to sell me right now um I only had like one so you know um the city I moved to unfortunately I'm having some I don't really know how to go out I'm gonna try and go out this afternoon but I I do get a lot of attention but as a whole I'll just tell you as a whole Hollywood does not like black women like so that's and you would think it would be like you hear actresses talk about how it's hard to get positions especially sub-saharan actresses you know black women actresses talk about how it's hard to get a position and you like literally you can see it's a very like oh like oh like oh you know it really is like a oh <laughs> type of thing that they have um the producers and uh I don't even know. It's like within the air. It's the strangest thing. It's the strangest thing ever. Um, but having less white men, white men interested in me has lessened my value. So that offers me more protection. So yeah. Which brings the whole conversation to being valued based of men. So that being said, I followed the signs. I wasn't quite sure how I was going to get here. There's stories I can tell about my journey here, which perhaps I will tell later. Um, and because it's they're pretty powerful. They're pretty. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, so let me. Like in one place, when I got to Arizona, I legit got like I was up in the mountains and I got this similar sickness that I got in Vegas where it's like a different type of sickness but I could also feel it like I was being healed but almost like this vibration was so insanely high and I text one of my girlfriends and she's like oh you're on the sacred mountains and I'm like I'm on the sacred mountain she's like yeah there's four sacred mountains and on I was traveling to see her because I hadn't seen her in 19 years and she was like yeah, you're on one of the four sacred mountains of the, oh, please forgive me. I hope I say it right. Dipla people. Is it Dipla or Diplo? So we call them Navajo, but they call themselves a different name. It's either Diplo or Dipla. So there's four sacred mountains and I was one of the one on top of the four sacred mountains. And just like when I was going on that, um, that work trip when I was on the plane and like literally I got physically sick I could feel like every single vibration it's the same thing because the more feminine my body my energy my aura feels becoming the more like open the more receptive it is which is not a good thing <laughs> because it means anything that wants to can and has penetrated me um not saying there's things out there that haven't but I've been penetrated more times than um, just probably psychologically I'm going insane but anyway so and I had huge hopes I was like I know I need hope help I know I need some kind of therapy I know no therapist is going to believe me so I had even made up a list of like horse I was 
thinking about when I was younger, I used to volunteer therapy at horse farm. I know horse therapy is really therapeutic. So maybe it would be healthier for me to work with like animals and not with people right now, because the more that I've gone to this transformation, the more that I can see people changing and they can't control it. Um, and I don't say that to give them, um, everyone's coupled with the reps. However, being attacked so many times, they can see their eyes change and highly sexualized or beaten by a woman reacting to me because of a transformation. I guess it scares them. I know I'm giving them open doorways, but all of it's wrong. Like seeing men not being able to control themselves. It's scary. It's scary and having changes that I don't understand what's happening within my body, speaking in at this different, like, snake-like language, literally, like screaming at high frequencies just because my body can't hold it, being in tremendous pain, not being able to walk, like, literally just, like, having my body, having this this, this scent of sex pheromones coming of my body that I can't control, doing everything I can to cover up my body, but yet people are still drawn to me. It's like I'm like this feminine energy magnet and I can't, like, it, it's just, it's not, it's not psychologically healthy, you know what I mean? So I was kind of like, don't let me be done with people. Let me just like get with animals, like, you know, what can I do with animals instead? And so I found one place to possibly, I was hoping it would be, it would have been so perfect for me, but you work at a horse farm. Um, I looked at work away to see what kind of opportunities of work away is a place where you can like work off your stay. So you get to stay somewhere for free and then you'll work. Um, so I looked at different horse farms there to see, and I did find one, but the thing was, I guess there's a fire, so everyone stays in a tent or something like that. It's a whole bunch of people with the horses, and I was literally looking for just, like, someone who, like, needed me to muck out stalls, get the horses, feed the horses, and I know this sounds, like, well, super idealistic, but it was in my healing. I've had to really think out of the box in a ton of different ways. Okay, so let me... Let's see, it says 54 minutes, but there's 15%, so I don't know. Let me see what I can do about plugging this in. One moment. It's my laptop, and I really don't want to plug it in because this means I have to. I ordered an extension cord, but I only have two outlets, so. <laughs> um, so... Anyway, when I had, way back when, before uh, I went to Texas, I had, in between Texas and California, I did not in California because it's like, oh, California is way too expensive. And then I had the spiritual sign to go to Texas. The spiritual signs, I think the spiritual sign was someone telling me, saying, asking God, where do I go? And have no word appear from me. So Texas. That's at Austin. So not Texas, Austin. So anyway, um, but I was watching the girls next door, and I love Kendra Wilkinson, and she was from San Diego. So I decided I was going to go to California. I was going to go to San Diego, and there also was 
small work opportunity, which ended up not panning out. But if it had, I was like, okay, that would be great because it would have been a job that I could do, not having to use my body too much. I could have done it sitting or laying down for only for a few hours a day. And I was like, well, from DoorDash in Maryland, I can DoorDash in California as well. So I don't know how this is going to work out, but I am going to kind of go. And hopefully you can hear me. I've been like taking the camera over here. So what happened then is I eventually got to San Diego and there was this woman who was that I was gonna well I had like my back so I had had conversations with different people but it was hard because I wasn't in San Diego so I was like okay so I know how much rent is you know, using my tax money and to get there along with a gift from my mom. So I was able to get Airbnb with that gift along the way and to, to get here. So I, so I got here and, um, I was staying in a hotel and there's like a few different things that kind of happened. So even while I was checking in, I noticed that my body, and I, and I really wish I could do this again, but my vibration, I somehow was able to swallow it within my body, like open up and swallow my vibration. And the moment I did that, I was safe because I feel like what's been happening is that these people have been feasting off of my vibration because it's so like big. It, it's such a deep drop for me to drop a vibration into my body. If you think about like this big, like, um, inverse cave or like waterfall. And so you have to fit all of it within your body. So open up to bury that in. And I really wish there was a way to teach that to other women. I'm not going everywhere with this. But I wish there was a way to teach that to other women because when I mentioned about the guy's eyes and what they're really feasting off of, I think think that I know I cannot anatomically prove it. I just have my own personal things I'm experiencing. I think that it's something to do with this vibration that that word that they're so like it's like our water, this energy that they're feasting off of, that they're living off of. And because we're not aware of it, we don't know to protect it. So we don't know to Look, we can lift our vibration up and you will hear about some people who've said, oh, I went up into the Akashic, Akashic Records, if that's how you pronounce it, I don't really know, but they'll hear like, oh, I went up into that. And there's been, I've been able to do that too, where you can, I mean, I don't know how to go to Akashic Records, but I can lift my vibration up higher because, and because like, I mean, I don't want to say it's like dissociation, but you know, I can just dissociate from your body. Well, you can also lift your vibration, but the safest, more sensual thing, that more healthier thing is if we could all just put our vibrations inside of our bodies. And the moment that you do that, you're ultimately protected, which is why you were given your body in the first place, because she protects you from like, it doesn't matter how 
the guys looking creepy at you. Doesn't matter. I don't say it doesn't matter what, what's going on around you, but like as long as your vibration is deep within your body, people can do different things to you and you're and like they're doing to get the vibration out of you and they can't get it. So, um, so like within a few hours of being in California, I already started to feel like the outside energy of my sex appeal was healthier. Um, so I won't go into the full anatomy of it, but I've literally been able to kind of like redesign anatomy of a woman's body, kind of like a peek into a lingerie closet of our body, so to speak. And there's a few signs. So, um, I initially was hoping to stay. This woman that posted, she used this looking for someone to rent out her living room. And because things are so expensive here, that's something that people do. And so I was going to rent out this living room just for a few months. Um, her son normally stays there, but he was going to his dad's for the summer. And I felt like it was going to be safer just because... I was like, yeah, she's a mom. And yeah, moms can, like, I know it doesn't mean anything because I'm a mom. Like, human beings can still be human beings. Strangers can still be strangers. But it made me feel better that she's like, okay, well, all I need from you, she's like, no, I don't need a lease or anything. I'm just going to need your emergency contact information. And she's like, I'm just looking. She's like, you'll probably have a place to yourself um, a lot of the times, but I'm looking to just extra money for the summer, right? So she's mom, she watches over her son. And then when he goes to, her, to his dad's for the summer, then she has fun and she like goes to different places. She goes to Vegas. She kind of just like is all out like, I don't know, <laughs> struggling to live of life, but she lives her best life essentially. Her son's not there, which I mean, she should. So that's what I was hoping to do. She ended up kind of ghosting me. And so I had two just shoe choices. Um, I ended up, well, so remember how I just shared, like having a hard time to like letting all my frequency or all my energy with the being within my body? Well, a thing with it, because it's out, um, people have been able to draw me them for certain things which has been very scary so we were running back in maryland um i had a situation where i was just door dashing inside of a grocery store i actually need to send them um leave a really good review because i saw this guy out in the parking lot and i could feel that there was someone in the car that was also looking at me and i know it seems like i'm jumping all over but it's all going to come together and the reason I could feel it is because people, unfortunately, been, have been able to pull me to them. So, like, my skirt will fly up. So, it's literally becoming fully feminine, fully surrendered, fully, like, if it's, it's strong masculine energy, it's, like, they pull me. Because masculine has, like, I don't, I don't even call it a positive chart, but if you think about physics, which, by the way, I don't even know how I made it through physics in college. I literally had the phone number of every person in class because physics was just 
like what in the world and our teacher was this guy who worked with nasa and he was all up in his head and like well, the fact that he used to work with nasa but he was the worst professor ever <laughs> like if you're gonna know something like know something know how to like teach he was horrible so we all had each other's like cell phone numbers and that's actually where i got really close with this um other girl yasmin was the president of the muslim student association because we kind of had like the same name you know mine's a different spelling than hers um dearborn's actually the largest collection of muslims i think outside of the middle east um this is all gonna die in i promise you um but he but you know like how in physics you learn about okay there's a positive charge there's a negative charge well, it's kind of like the feminine energy's negative frequency, but for some reason, and you would think that'd be more powerful. I don't know. I don't like, it's not my intention, but these people, they can call me to them. So essentially, essentially what happened is I was shopping the DoorDash grocery store and people were like, the guy that said hi to me and then he wanted to buy me nice things in the parking lot. I denied his I was like, no, that's okay. He came into the store after driving away. Me and this other customer drove, saw him driving away. And another customer saw him driving away because she came, stopped in the grocery store. And she said, be careful. She said, that guy that we just saw driving away, he's in now, he's somehow back in this grocery store and he's following you. And sure enough, every aisle that I was going to pick up this person's supplies for DoorDash, this guy was following me along all the aisles and I, you know, I went on to call on the phone to try and call different members of my family. Um, and she reached my dad who told me to go and I called my mom, she was at work. And so I was like, I'm covered my dad. And he told me to go to get the manager. So I did. Manager offered to call the police. They looked around for him. Once they saw that he wasn't there, and this is this part's really freaking creepy. You never know when your intuition just goes off. Well, this other guy was there and he was like looking at us. And I thought he was the associate because I asked if there's no associate that could walk me throughout the store. I picked up the items and then I asked the same associate to walk with me to my car. And I asked and, um, there was this guy that was standing there and he engaged us in conversation and watching us for a while. And I asked him later after he walked away, I thought he was associate's friend. He's like, no, I never seen that guy before. So it was a group of them. I know for a fact it was at least three, but they could tell that I'm worth a lot of money. Why? Because rich white men have like a fetish for minority woman that's essentially why that's why i had a hard time in vegas too um and they can also tell just like when i was working at victoria's secret and i could touch a bra and be like okay so i know like i could i can tell you just by touching a bra like what kind of lift it's gonna give you because i know where exactly the pattern should be where exactly the lift should be where the lines in the fabric should be to give you a good uplift and make your breasts look like whether you want them up to your chin or whether you want them just like perky, like I know how to give you that look, whether you want them just every day, whether you want to mat it down, I know how to give you all that, right? Because uh, like I know, I know what's a good bra and I know what's a cheap bra, right? I never knew what brought them. I know, I know the difference, right? Um, 
so I know that'd be Victoria's Secret. Be any any bra. I can tell you like where the darts are should be within the fabric because that's what I do, right? I sell bras. Well, these guys sell women, so they know who's gonna buy what kind of woman. Which I really think, ladies, we should just take the menu away from them and be able to define it anyway because that's just not working out for us. <laughs> but anyway. So that being said, that was scary to me that literally before I even got in the grocery store, he could lift up my skirt and my, my skirt blew. So essentially the wind blew my skirt, not the wind blew my skirt. So the wind was blowing me one way, my skirt lifted up the other way. So this whole long thing is just to share like, this is some crazy-ish. Like I have literally witnessed some crazy-ish. My skirt being lifted up, nothing around me the wind's blowing the other way and my skirt's been lifted up all because that guy he wants that goddess energy that's underneath my skirt right oh, there's so much to this so in california i kept on like i was staying at hotels and airbnbs and the airbnbs I, like I couldn't find myself in awkward places. Like one place is with this guy and his son. And I felt so awkward because like, I got, first of all, I'm paying him all this money, but it's like, I still have to kind of be his wife thing. I don't know. Cause he's like talking and I don't think we realize how expensive and how rare from an energy really is. But it was really awkward because he was on this date, a first date with this lady. And this lady was super nice over at his house. And he's telling the lady, like, doesn't she look like Black Barbie? Like, when she got out of her car, I was like, wow, she's so beautiful. She looks like Black Barbie. And his girlfriend's like, yeah, she's gorgeous too. And this could just be me reading it all into it. But you know when you're feeling, like, called, so after they left, like, this is a different night or whatnot, he would play the music super loud, I could tell he's kind of waiting for me to come out, the way he can engage me in conversation, and, yeah, I'm sure he's lonely, um, and I'm sure maybe I sound like I don't have a heart, but it was, like, the same thing at this other Airbnb, I went there late at night, it ended up being at this mansion, and he know it was a mansion, um, like from the pictures in the rooms you you wouldn't have seen it until i got there late at night i was working a security guard like literally i could be writing a book about what i've been doing recently i was exhausted it turns out it was a mansion full of like old men this guy that was so upset with the host i guess i'm saying they're long term he this guy was like in his late 50s white talking to me about pimps 50 cent biggie smalls like i can't like just be yourself and maybe his thing was to be like 50 year old white man who talked ghetto but like just be just be just be yourself like god i don't ask you to act black like you guys know me from talking this i don't talk like a lot of times i kind of face hatred within my own community because it's like oh well you she talks white you know what i mean so it's this whole stereotypical thing so um but it was only $41 a night. So I'm, I'm running out my end in there. And the lady there, she took advantage of me too. It was crazy. Airbnb backed me up. So shout out to them. Thank you, Airbnb. So I'm there. And I only have like, I think it was two or three days left. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Because you're going to tap out of money. These Airbnb things, right? Um, 
and I can show the paste stubs from the stuff dashing. And I was like, okay, like I just need someone to kind of give me a chance. It's hoping there's somewhere I could just sublet for the summer or something, right? Like this is just to show I do not have everything all planned out, right? Um, but I did the best that I could do. I knew this is the next step that I said that I'm taking to go for my health. And then universe, I don't say universe, but I'm literally like letting go. And it sounds courageous, but it was just desperation because there were things that were happening to me that I'm not going to go into detail because I think I've already shared too much about my transformation. Um, that is highly dangerous. And so because of that, I knew I, I can't go back. Like, I don't have a choice. And so I had a choice in between going, staying with this. I had put out, a, this is interesting part. So I actually had put out, that living room thing fell through. I last minute put out a thing, thing looking for living rooms on Craigslist. And at that time, I wasn't on Facebook. Um, one of my girlfriends was on Facebook, Courtney, and she was like betting the stuff because a long story, but I leave my Facebook account because of all the slut shaming bullying I got, da, 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 right? So she had now reactivated one of my old accounts, but she had been sending me rooms and it was so crazy because she would talk to the girls. She would set it out completely up for me. She would get their information. She'd be like, hey, my friend, you know, she doesn't have Facebook, but she's moving to this area. She's kind of rebuilding life from scratch. She's door dashing right now. She would give her like the give them like the full thing, and they would be completely open to her. They're like, yeah, send us our information. Like, yeah, like completely, like yeah. And so she would like completely set me up. And as soon as I contacted them, every single person ghosted me, did not respond, or the room was filled just like that. And I would like follow up to the things just like that. So it's literally like a vibe thing, the like energy thing that I'm not even aware that they were somehow feeling. It was just, it was really the weirdest thing. So anyway, it was between this, I I put this post thing on Craigslist to see if there were any other living rooms. And I got, you guys should have seen the responses I got. I got, so, you would think, okay, you, and I even had like a picture of my face, which last minute, I don't even know what made me do it, but something just said, oh, just do it, just do it. So I did it. And I got so many response back from men who just wanted a living life, but they didn't want it to be sexual at all, right? I, like there was all, all the responses got only one person wanted to buy my panties and one person wanted me to be a living girlfriend, the rest of them. And I could tell they were really, really clear about it. Like they were like, you, like you will have perfect privacy. You will not like, like you, like whatever you, like you won't, they just wanted a woman to be in the house and they made it very clear that it's not, that it's not sexual at all. And they'd be really polite, really respectful. And yeah, I know it could be say, be say like, yeah, jazz, but like everyone says that, but no, it was really, really like that. I mean, you should have seen like, I know one guy, he's like, listen, like all I have is my trailer, but he's like, I'll, he like, you will, he was like, I will be so respectful. Like, you know, like we've all kind of like 
been in places where we're just kind of rebuilding ourselves. Um, one guy fell madly, madly in love with me, sending me messages and like telling me to follow my destiny. Another guy, this could be a movie, right? Another guy, um, and this is a super long podcast episode, but make it extra delicious, right? Y'all haven't heard from me in a while. Uh, another guy, he was, uh, was, I don't know if the terms, I think this term's a naturalist. I didn't know what that is. <laughs> like, you know, I'm like super innocent. So he was trying to explain that to me. Um, he was in Mexico then, but he was sending me like pictures of like the place, super, super nice. And he doesn't just allow like anyone to stay with him. And yeah, and I know it's so I had known, I was like, well, when guys, when I say I was pretty weak, I was pretty, pretty weak. Like, even door dashing is something that's hard for me to do. I'm even to this day. Like I told one of my girlfriends on her last night, I was like, a lot of times when I'm when driving DoorDashing, I'm crying because my body's in so much pain and my car shakes. Um, and that's another thing. Um, I felt so bad even after my last parents and they stepped in. Um, but I literally had to pour two grand into my car once I got to California. <laughs> two grand. Yeah. Because um, this this time she's driven this is not the same car i drove from texas from maryland to texas but she's driven from texas to florida then i took the auto train from florida to maryland and then i drove her off the country to go across country into california and it's a used car right her name is midnight jasmine she's super super cute and a semi-truck hit me that's crazy too because a semi-truck there was it, the whole thing happened because someone's energy wanted me with them. Crazy. And I end up with this girl's place. It's an Airbnb in Tennessee. Crazy, crazy things happen. So just remind me to one day again to Tennessee because I don't want to make this too long. Um, where was I? Yeah, so it was just so surprising to me because I thought it would have been like a whole bunch of sexual kind of like favors and stuff. It wasn't like that, really, like at all. And I had, oh, the slides I shared. So I had known, I'm like, I'm so weak. There might have to be, unfortunately right now, everything in their body really is a trade, right? So you're trading your body. So if you're the person that's always kind of pitched in to kind of do things in your community, you've traded your body for all those things that you've pitched in to do things for, right? And so I knew that there might be a situation where I might have to kind of stay with someone, cook them dinner, you know what I mean? Have it kind of be that type of situation. Um... But also, I was like, okay, I still have this amount of money in my bank account. So before I have to quote-unquote sell it and make the choice to do that, let me just go ahead and see if I can find a place. There, um, I came down between two choices. There was a third one that was really hoping to pull through and didn't. But the two choices were one with a woman in her trailer park who told me it was in Cracktown. And it was be her husband, her daughter, and her cousin. Her cousin apparently has like problems and I'm going to be staying in the living room with her. Another part to my, tr- okay, I don't want to share that, but 
um, my transformation is often worse with women than men, which I know is kind of surprising. Um, because at least with the men, I can, like, raise my vibration high. With the women, I'm literally becoming their wombs. Every podcast episode I do, I'm, like, lived with another woman. I get sick afterward. But anyway, we won't go too much into that. Um, so, what happened? The other choice was with this guy, and he had a kids and a dog. And I had seen this post. Now, mind you, I did not know at the time. I thought San Diego was a small town. It's, it is, but it's, it's huge. It's huge. Like, there's, like, multiple cities that make up San Diego. I thought San Diego's name of one town. It's the name of multiple cities. That's the best way to kind of explain it. And so I saw this place and he didn't, he was like, yeah, I didn't really, he's like, as long as you can pay the rent, whatever. So I thought, well, I guess he's just planning for the recession, whatnot. Didn't really look like he needed the money. The bathroom was to die for, super beautiful. I had the pool that looked out like, like you ever seen those pictures in archaeological, archaeological digest magazines where it's the pool and the pool, I think it's called like an infinity pool because the pool just kind of ends and it looks out to like, the California hills and there's like grass and all these different things um trees and it was just like really pretty turns out it was a little too far of where it was because it had to be mountain lines anyway ended up in this place right turns out um, he had said when the kids aren't there he's not there because first he said oh yeah you know this is it's his dog and the two kids. I was like, I I, I don't know. Like, uh, oh, let me back up. I had seen this post on Craigslist for this guy. And it looks like he's like looking for a female. He's like, he mentioned the ages of the kids. And that's the only reason why I think this post I saw is the same guy I ended up being with. I tried looking back for this post and it was gone. So the post that I replied to was a regular post saying, hey, the rent is this much. It wasn't a small amount to me. Like, the rent is this much. Like, this is the place. Later, you put it back up with the picture. So you put up a sec- back up a second time after you met me. So it seems like it was a legit thing. You fill out an application, this thing. Um, I didn't know that he had done a full-blown search of me, but I guess I shouldn't be surprised and I need to do more of my, my own full-blown searches. He had a job, which I, and I even like, the message was like, hey, I just want to make sure, you know, da da da, da. And he's like, yeah, he gave me the full thing. I'm a Christian, da 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 Full thing, right? Well, <laughs> this is the deal. I move in there, I find out that his kids are only there every other week, and the good thing I left when I did, because apparently I left right before the kids are going to barely be there at all. There are cameras in the living room, in the kitchen, and something tells me that he was re-watching the camera footage of me in the living room in the kitchen. I had clothes on and stuff, but I, I think he was. Um, he gifted me a ton of presents, um, and some of them I really loved, I really was touched by, I struggle with receiving things, so that was 
hard for me too and the whole concept of like okay you're giving me something what is it that you want from me was kind of like okay so like why is this happening like what is it that you want from me type of thing um and the first night he was like hey i cooked dinner welcome to come join us so i joined him and his kids and the next night i was like hey you know i gotta go out and bash and that's when i knew something was wrong because his eyes got mad like anger like just anger out of nowhere he didn't say anything his eyes were angry and what kind of came to me without going into too much detail, and for like Jasmine, this is probably the juicy part without going into too much detail, is I think perhaps he might have gone through a divorce he couldn't handle, and he's been really wanting to have a woman or some kind of feminine energy within the house. Now he had um, his own girlfriend or fuck buddy, and I, I kind of felt bad for his kids because you could hear them throw throughout the house. And I was like, that would just... Like, as a child, that would have traumatized me to have my parents split up and then hear my dad sleep with someone else. I don't know. But I won't even go into all that. Um, they weren't quiet at all. And I was so, I was like, his girlfriend's going to meet me and, like, talk, throw me out the house. So I was petrified of her. Um, I felt horrible because I could tell that, like, me being in the house was, like, his daughter had, like, she was so... Like, I knew all the hate that came out at me was the fact her parents broke up. So it was just this whole big thing. The poor dog, when I did leave, the poor dog, oh my gosh, get this, the poor dog, like, tried to leave with me. He was, like, in my, like, as I was parking my car, he was, like, trying to figure out, like, where to park my car. Uh, like, trying to, like, fit in my car to come with me. It was just... Y'all, it was just a, a thing. And there was one thing where he did something. Um, it wasn't sexual, but it was, like, not, I don't even know what to say. It was just weird. And so I talked to him about it. And he apologized, but then he later sent me a text message saying that he wasn't sorry about it um and inviting me to get my nails done with him and stuff and when i left we had the champagne which i guess he had bought for me to get there when i first arrived and when i did leave it was just very weird because he would do these different power plays on me and mind you like i'm still super weak I've been super slut-shamed. I'm still psychologically trying to handle everything. I look like a woman who's broken down, and I guess people can kind of take advantage of that. So I think at the end of the day, he was just a lonely person. But one thing he did tell me, which is kind of like draws everything and everything together, he says that his job, because his job's a very, very high job. Um, it's like military, government, like the highest one of the highest you can go and because it's so high he told him at his job most people you know like there's very few people that can tell him no and you could see that right because it's like if you have a job where very few people can tell you no 
it's like you haven't had to like respect boundaries or yeah, you haven't had to respect boundaries. Um, and it's not a race thing, though it is a race thing a little bit because I mean, I just, yeah, you could see that. And so literally it's this whole, that and I don't think religion has really helped us because the story about Eve and saying that she messed up, it makes people more, I think, put more things on women. Like this is the best example when I can think about Ham. So if you look in the story of Noah, Ham, um, Noah and his kids, it said that Ham did something. So Ham had a curse put on him, right? And when you go into the genealogy, it said that Ham, like all sub-Saharan, all black people trace back to Ham. So in Sunday school is often taught that like, well, this is why black people became slaves because they're the descendants of Ham. So you're inherently basing your worth on this idea that you're supposed to be a slave. Just as woman, it's, in, um, it's inherently basing it like, oh, I deserve this because you're the people of the cursed. You are the gender of the cursed. You are the gender that messed up. And one of my coaches, AJ Johnson, once said like, when they took us as slaves, it wasn't, it was, they wanted us because of the power that we were before that. And I'm, no, I'm completely not getting, I'm not completely saying it backward, but there was a power before that. There was a gift within us before that, that that's what they wanted us for. Now, eventually I was able to leave the guy. Um, like when I moved out, it was almost like he was in a frenzy of moving somebody else in and he would kind of lie to me about different things. Um, say like, oh, I'm not going to put the room up in Craigslist until you're going to, until the last week you move out. The next thing I know, the next day, it was up. And I was like, oh, so-and-so wants to see the place. And then it was like, oh, they can't do this time. They're going to do this time instead. And just because I'm so like susceptible to energies, it's kind of a lot to know that people are in your room saying stuff about like you can like feel it in the air you know what I mean so it was just a lot and just to have your body hurt because literally my transformation it's an overload on my nerves like the a, a woman's physical body cannot handle it right um and handle this transformation it's been shown to me in multiple ways and the thing is underneath a woman's physical body is a woman's goddess one and that's why everything that's been happening, um, sex trafficking, where we are right now, um, everything's getting worse. Whether And fetishes aren't inherently bad, but the type of expression with some of them are, are getting worse. What different people are like, um, this is why. <laughs> this is why there's, it's like so many things are getting worse. The control of a woman's body, role, this is way, this is almost obsession. This is, it's once trying to con control a woman's erotic power, but two, underneath a woman's physical body is a woman's goddess one.
henceforth the title underneath your lingerie, right? And I'm learning many sacred things about who I am as a woman underneath my lingerie. I'm also learning to, um, yeah. And so that's actually it. I'm going to just end it here. And there's, oh, no, actually, I'm not going to end it here. Because I began starting about talking about Queen Khalifa, right? In Queen California, right? So the whole area I lived in, not the whole area, but that town was specifically weird. (laughs) And that was another thing I knew something was weird with the guy because I was like, there's no way I found the one same guy in a town full of weird people. And I almost feel bad even saying things because there were times when the guy I was with was normal and we had cool conversations and like, and like I felt so awkward with these gifts and his presence and but then there was other times where like he wasn't normal and I noticed I had to be really careful about showing any emotions and if you know me I'm a very like it's just I'm like I'm pure feminine emotion that's just who I am I'm be happy I can be sad I can be that's just me and it's not like a line of being professional unprofessional it's just it's just me (laughs) like I just I feel everything. I just, I do. When someone like hurts and when someone's happy, I just, I connect to that. So I think I'm, I'm more expressive than I think people, a lot of people are accustomed to being expressive perhaps. So I just wish he could have just been like the good thoughtful person that we were able to have good conversations with. But it was the kind of the same thing too, where like, it was always a dig, like, like wanting thirsting to know more to learn more about me and I just I think this but even like within the town itself like my Mima wouldn't work to pay him which was horrible that was just so embarrassing so I had to go to the bank on the first day I moved in and get out the money to give him then I knew something was wrong too because he didn't know like how much of that security deposit was he was trying to remember what he put and I was like wait what Turns out the guy was a millionaire. Yep, I lived in a house with a multimillionaire. It had a gated, it was a gated house. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I was so lost in the pool. It didn't really add up, but now things make more sense. <laughs> he owns multiple companies. Head military position. Yeah, will probably one day be in the Senate or the Congress. Like, yeah. Um, you know, and I, I can kind of get that part of them was just what it is to be able to provide for someone. Um, but if I had been that side of the situation, I would have made different boundaries to make sure my energy would have been protected. I would have been like, okay, so what is it you're looking for? What is it that I'm looking for? Like, I'm looking for this. What are you looking for this? Okay, so it literally would have been like a very business conversation where like if you're checking someone out at Victoria's Secret, you're like, okay, you got Fantasies 5 for 25 or whatever their price now. And then you got these bras 2 for 49. Um, what kind of like fragrance do you like? It would have literally been like, I'm looking for a place where 
And I did, I tried it to a little bit, but this is the thing, because he didn't need the money, it wasn't an energetic exchange of money, it was an energetic exchange of my energy, and that's the problem. If I had known I was still in my energy, I would have been like, okay, so if you'd like me to join you, you in the dinner with the kids, I'm going to need like two days where it's just kind of myself. Um, do you, like, there, like there's ways to do it. And I think there has to be a frank conversation about there are ways to do that because that can protect a lot of girls. And before anyone listens to it and tries to do what I did, warning, um, I was talking to someone else and she actually said, you know, you have to be careful because a lot of times they'll do that to get you to be their call girls. So there's kind of, there's more people looking to do it, one, because they're scared of getting diseases. There's so many health things, but they still want to have an outlet and they want to know that person's like perfectly safe and healthy and they want access to that feminine energy. Then there's the people that are using you as a setup to be their call girl. So they'll move you in, everything will go well, and then you'll become like a high class escort call girl for them. So, um, which isn't wrong. It's just that you may as well just be a high class escort call girl for yourself because you're the one with the vagina. He isn't. So if he needs to make his own reproductive system instead of using yours, if you ask me, <laughs> I think I could end up this on that one. But anyway, so when I went to the bank, every man turned and looked at me. I'm like, what is going on here? Go around, people, re men react super, super odd. I know I just said, oh, in California, I don't like as many black women. Well, this town was definitely different. And everyone would turn, look at me, stare at me. And I'm like, what is going on here? Someone's told me, like, it sounds like your pheromones are just too much for this place that you lived. Well, when I left... That guy, this is when he, that guy I was staying with, this is, the, like, I call, I'm just calling his name Derek, but, like, they were, he had multiple personalities, so the normal version of him, the, the cool, the one that I, like, actually liked, he was like, hey, make sure you check out Queen Khalifa's magical palace, a magical kingdom, I think it is, I'm like, Queen Khalifa? I'm like, oh my gosh, Queen Khalifa, after everything gone through, I completely had forgotten about Queen Khalifa. Like, there's something with Queen Khalifa here. And I looked, and yep, lo and behold, there is an entire outdoor exhibit that was dedicated to Queen Khalifa. Not only that, but if you listen to my podcast, The Mindset of Courage, I found that 15 minutes away from there, this is the University of St. Augustine, which, just listen to the podcast, but like, that in itself, I had applied and got accepted to their to their orthopedic physician's assistant program. I was unable to get a form, get unable to get in. I was was unable to afford to go there in Florida. They had an extension of that campus in um, California that I had no idea existed. And all along my journey, there has been from like bracelets, people saying there's been the words, remember who you are, remember who you are. The Greeks have another term for this, know thyself, right? Know thyself. So there's been remember who you are. And the moment I stepped on that University of St. Augustine, I was like, remember who you are. So within this thing, with this guy that would go from being like the nicest guy we have like great intellectual conversations to someone who like i want to say like uh, i kind of just maybe perhaps me felt like he did not honor my boundaries i don't know 
he told me about Queen Khalifa's magical kingdom. And so I went and it's this outdoor thing made by this French sculpture and it's and it's huge and it's, it's made huge that way if you could touch it, you could become part of it. And I wish I was like the little kids because the little kids would, um, it was designed that little kids could play in it. So like top of the bottom, you could like go in and if you were a little kid, you could look up and you would see this big totem. It's literally this totem's the life size that indigenous people would have. There, it was the hugest thing. And there's Queen Khalifa, and I think she's calling like gold or something. And she's on top of this. I almost thought it was a beast, but I think it's a pear. I think it's just a pear that she's riding. And she has like snakes in her hand. And if you go underneath the pear, I think it's a parrot. It does seem kind of beastly, but I think it's a parrot. There is literally like Aphrodite is etched onto the, the walls underneath the sculpture. And then there's this egg and it looks like someone broke, someone broke, like the egg is opening up, but what has ever come out the top has been broken off and I guess stolen, so someone's broke, stolen stole or something. The whole sculpture is surrounded by these snakes. So I think it had to represent Kundalini or something. And it's the middle of this town that's in the hills of California in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> like, this could be a book. This could be a book. So, yeah. I'm still not quite sure what happened in the house. Like, I didn't feel good for a very long time after leaving, um... I don't, I think energetically something might have happened to me that I don't know. Um, but my next stop was a heavenly Airbnb. Shout out to my little brother who picked it. He's like, no, like stay here next. So I stayed there. Um, cause I originally was going to stay at another one. I originally was going to stay at this place where we like rent out book beds, rooms. And honestly, I think that probably would have killed my body because of my energy is just so open. And um, I stayed there before I was able to find a place and was taken advantage of in the place that I found, but I'm not going to talk about that right now because um, that's a journey I'm still in. I'm trying to talk about the journeys after they're kind of like completed, but it was just so beautiful. And, you know, I think I, think I will save about the heavenly airbnb for a different podcast but for a little over 30 days that was about 30 days not a single person used my energy or took advantage of me i was safe i was safe i this was the first time in years that i was not slut shamed I didn't have to pick like spirits off of my body and I have what are energy forms, not even spirits. I can literally see like energy forms. I have to pick them off my body. Um, the guy there was just so like, I'm just so grateful for that experience of that Airbnb. Like, oh, that was like, guys, I could literally cry. I had a little over 30 days of not being in the fire and granted I still was because I was still like 
Kardashian and making money and that's when I started to learn copywriting and that's when I learned like oh my gosh and this is actually something that happened at the house and I was staying with a millionaire too but when I'm copywriting I realized it was like holy crap like while these new things happen to my body the simple things like writing a sentence are harder for me to do so it's literally like being intuitively broken and the more that my body's remembering the original goddess things that they could do it's beginning the new one it's it's forgetting things like writing it's forgetting things and that and i'm sure it's also being over traumatized by everything i'm sure but it's also like it's just the law of duality right i guess more so like there's ancient things that have been hidden about our body and um underneath your physical body there is a goddess one on so many different levels oh i know i keep on saying i was gonna end it so okay hold on so there was queen khalifa right and there was this whole thing there um, set aside, dedicated to Queen Khalifa. And it was the last thing that this French sculpture lady did before she passed away. And I guess at one point she even did this big garden in, I think, Italy or something. Um, that was, was a tarot garden. And she used to live out of it and she sold her perfumes in order to create this tarot garden. <laughs> but um, when I was in Florida this time, staying with the other in Florida, and I was just about to leave Victoria's Secret. And I could not, I didn't know what was happening to my body. And literally, I heard to the point that every step that I took, my womb was hurting to the, like, I could barely stand up. And I always wear stilettos. I always wear high heels. And I could, like, I couldn't even, like, every time my heel hit the ground, and I can, like, wear a stiletto, girl. I can wear a stiletto. <laughs> And not to piss, but I like to they think I have I have good taste in stilettos. Although I think I do need to do more ankle and calf stability and stuff with my stuff because sometimes it does hurt. But anyway, so I was like, what do I do? Like I'm about to, I had to quit my job. My body hurts so bad, you know? And I thought, oh, Florida's going to be my time to like just be able to like focus on myself and rebuild myself and rebuild my health. And so I completely broke apart in so many different pieces. And um, the car in front of me, I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, well, how do I get better? So you know how I said said that like the words California would appear? Well, this one, the car in front of me didn't say California. The car in front of me said Genesis. Like it was a Genesis car. And where that house thing I stayed with the guy there was a car dealership that said Genesis on the thing it's a Genesis um by the way he also did anyway so it said Genesis on it and for the first time when I saw that Genesis car oh and at the Airbnb I see that the heavenly Airbnb that had the most amazing like nobody hurt me there said looks for one guy but it said one of the guys had a car that was a Genesis car. And you're probably like, Jasmine, Genesis, 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 Jasmine. What, what about Genesis? For the first time, so Jen, 
Genesis, first book of the Bible. Gen is actually a Greek word that means beginning. And instead of saying, seeing the word Genesis, what I saw was Genesis, like Isis. I-S-I-S, Genesis. But I saw Gen, I-S-I-S. And the beginning of Isis. You know, I was listening to a podcast recently and someone from Santa, she actually left the Santeria um, religion. I would love to talk to her one day. She, she, it just, it was very eye-opening about different things. But later when she asked Oshun, like, why did you have me go through this whole thing, you know? And um, especially when she saw kind of the dark side of Santeria and the person said, I had, I had a person, Oshun told her, I need you to remember the that that you came from the lineage of Isis, one of the first original energies on Earth, right? And even the word Oshun, if you go into that word, it means origin. Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. And the origin of every woman, and the beginning of every woman's lineage, right? We're told that it was this woman called Eve. Now, I won't go into this, but while I was in Maryland, um, let's just say, I don't know if I want to share this or not. So in the beginning of Genesis, in the beginning of your story, in the beginning of you walking up to the lingerie closet of who you are as a woman, there's a whole nother story. And it's one that's never been told. And I'm not going to tell it to you here today, but... I just want to encourage you that when you open up the lingerie closet of who you are as a woman, and when you're picking out your lingerie outfit, really pick out the lingerie outfit that your body wants you to wear. Pick out the lingerie design, whether it is covered in flowers or gemstones or rubies or satin or gold or lace, like... Step into all you are, woman is a body, and let that body come through. Because underneath your physical body, there's a goddess one. And what I do with my work and with my Underneath Your Lingerie program is I help that goddess body that's underneath come through. Through simple exercise and meditations and practices. And at the end of the day, the choice is yours. The choices were yours whether you want 95% of your goddess body to come through, whether you want 50% of your goddess body to come through, whether you want 13% of your goddess body to come through, or whether you want 0.3% of your goddess body to come through. At the end of the day, there's the body of a goddess inside of you but it's not up to me, it's up to you. So, um, yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna end the podcast there. If you are interested in any of the programs, see the link 
below for underneath your lingerie program and um thanks for this brief little catch up on my life <laughs> i'm still not quite sure on how um regular but i'm going to attempt to shoot for bi-weekly i've been motivated by everything that's going on in iran right now and um but I, at the same time, I need to be careful to not turn this into a martyrship because a lot of times I'm like, I'm going to change the world. Let me see how many bullets I can take. And Jasmine can't take any more bullets because Jasmine's barely standing. So, um, But I'm like, if there's a way for us to feel goddess-like within our bodies, why not give it? If there's a way to... I'm looking at tiara right now. Someone's gonna say, "Wanna say if there's a way to realize that we're not looking at tiara, we are it. Why not wear it?" And if there's a way to make ourselves glow from the inside, um, some people are trying to rip that glow out of it. It's like let yourself just be that lace. And so, if there's a way for women to have ownership and feel who they are and kind of feel within their bodies, like I want you to have that book. So I'm getting to learn that sometimes the best way to share the pages of the laundry handbook or to not share everything in just the description, <laughs> but doing so leaves that everything else up to your own interpretation. So yeah, there's, okay, so I wasn't gonna share this, but I think I will. I know I say to stop and like, but I think I will. So here's the thing. And I know this is going to sound impossible, but I saw Eve. Yeah, like the original one. Um, and when I saw her, I immediately knew that we weren't told the truth. There's been something that's been missing. And I, and I don't really know what it is, but... Um, do you know how, like, yes, children can, can sometimes do bad things, but you know how their children can also be very, like, pure, like this innocent, childlike type of, like, just pureness for a child? Well, Eve was more pure than innocent than a child. It was someone that you would never, you, like, you would never, she was so innocent. It wasn't even, like, I know we give rules to children, but I don't even know how to find the right words. You would never give in. Like, yes, she had curves. But, I don't know. I think sometimes we use the word woman to think we can, like, I wanna say tie other baggage to it. There's a lot of she 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 wasn't a, a woman. Like her whole skin glowed and she had this innocent aura. And this is gonna sound so weird, but like the way I saw her, it wasn't even 
it wasn't a regular like memory or flashback like I can't even describe it and even though like she she has them in her hand but it, it, it wasn't I guess what I'm trying to tell you and I know this is going to sound insane the absolute opposite that we've ever been told or programmed into she was so innocent she could have never bit the apple um Okay, I didn't mean to take us that deep into the lingerie instructions on our body. <laughs> Pull it all the way out. I love you if you're willing to take, um, yeah. Enhance your beauty by your own definition. And I think men all around the world have been trying to look within our bodies for their Garden of Eden. They've been trying to uncover it because in a way representation of it is the body of a goddess that's underneath a woman's physical body right so i guess if you're kind of like well jasmine like if all this is happening why step into this goddess body like what happens like it's underneath our lingerie right it was never about our bodies it's what's underneath it Instead of people searching, hunting, demonizing to us, I'm taking steps to learn how to connect, how to learn, and how to like be it, how to be her, how to bring this full goddess body through. Do I have all the answers? No. But this full God's body is coming through my body anyway. And I'm sure you can hear just listening from the podcast. I've done everything I can to try and hide it, to try and suppress it, to try and cover it up, to try and hold it down. Everything that I can. The more that it's coming through, the more this God's body is being sexualized, being hunted for. Um... But the few few moments I can step outside of that, she feels like magic. I feel like magic. And so I'm sitting with my body as a person every day, telling her, like, honey, it's going to be okay. Like, I'm with you. I'm holding you. Um, I love you, even in those ways that I'm trying to figure out how to <laughs> and maybe maybe that's something you can identify with too as well right ways to just try to figure out how to love you so perhaps that might be your personal story of genesis your personal story at the beginning of isis is okay let me sit down with what the beginning of love is and what's the most lingerie like way for to let to let that love hug me, wear me, and shape herself on my body, and for me, myself as a woman, to wear me, to 
Where are you? As lingerie. Love you.